Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we're going to talk about mommy guilt when taking time for you. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. Before we get into today's topic, I do want to share again, um, because my free Hustle, Muscle, and Flow program will be live going out on April 3rd. So if you have not already, you can um, head over to andreaclawson.com and sign up for that. It is the program that I use to help get back in shape post-baby. So it's got um, at-home workouts that you can do all 30 minutes or under. I've also tested it out on many of my clients, and they are seeing results that they've never seen before. I have people who um, are getting definition in their arms that they haven't had their entire lives. I've had people um, who their goal is just to walk up a hill without having to stop and breathe heavy. Like that is happening for them. So just whatever your goal is, this program really has been helping many women that I've been trying it on. So if this is something that you want to try on, uh, head on over to my website or in the show notes and you can sign up for that. And that again will go out on Monday, April 3rd. And then every Monday in April, you'll get a free new workout for the week. All right. So without further ado, let's dive into today's topic. So mom guilt, this, it seems, comes as a rite of passage when we become a mom. So we feel it for everything. Did I just feed my child the non-organic broccoli? My child fell when they're playing with their toys. It must be my fault somehow. I left my child with my spouse to get groceries. I'm such a horrible mother. Let alone leaving my child for an overnight trip. I can't. That is just mom guilt on overload. Consistent trips to the gym where I would have to leave my child in the daycare? Not going to be able to do it. Those are all real feelings, and I felt guilt over all of those in every situation. Are they right? Of course not. But that's what happens. That's what we feel. We get in our own heads. So I'm going to tackle this mom guilt, especially focusing around health, because this is something that I think we all go through. Like, can I spare 30 minutes to take care of me um, and have my child play by themselves? So working out, it's, it's a crazy thing once you have a child. So you're dealing with your own recovery process and you have a whole new issue. What do you do with your child when you want to have a little time for you? All right, so I get it. Mom guilt um, around working out, it's a crazy thing once you've had a child. You're recovering and you're still trying to find time for yourself. So how do you deal with this? You know, especially if we don't have the luxury of going to a gym or a gym that has childcare. And what if your spouse works opposite hours than you, so you really have to figure out, how can I work out at home? So how can we do this depending on the age of your child? So again, when you have kids that are, you know, that zero to even three, four age, they like to be with you. They like to spend time with you. So one thing that I've seen that works is I have a client who really likes to um, work out while her kids are having breakfast because her kids are occupied, they're eating, they're entertained. She knows she at least has 20 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes for a workout. So she'll just work out right in front of them as they're eating. Perfect. Um, Other moms, they get up before their spouse and their children to get their workout in either at home or they'll head to the gym. So maybe a little pre-dawn workout means going to bed an hour early, but that's okay. If that's how you're going to squeeze your workout in, that's when you get it in. 
So I personally know I like to get up an hour early so I can have an hour to myself. I call it my power hour where I might do some yoga, meditate, read, you know, sip my coffee in the dark and silence, you know, whatever I need that day. Now, finally, we can flip it and do an evening workout after the kids are asleep. So if you're like, no way, I am not a morning person, that, you know, bedtime routine could be something that you do. And I know a lot of people at that time, and I know I fall into that camp, we're exhausted, we're tired, it is not going to happen. That is most likely something I would skip if I am forced to do it at night. So that's something that I want you guys to think about too is, are you an early morning person? Are you an evening person? What's going to work for you? And how can this fit? So how can you deal with the, I can't stand to spend 30 minutes doing something for me syndrome? So it's tough, but I'm going to throw the tough love your way. You need to. You absolutely need to take time for just you. When moms are happier, kids are happier. So how many times do you snap at your child a day? Most likely you've had a frazzled, I need a break moment if you're with them all day long. If they see you starting a workout routine, they're much more likely to take interest in one themselves as they get older. I have some moms who, when their kids are about four to five, their kids start doing their little squats and workouts with mom. Now, this usually only lasts a few minutes, and then they'll find something else to do, but they at least enjoy it, and they see, oh, it's mom's time. Great. I'm trying to work on training my son where we go on walks, and he's in the stroller. It's kind of quiet time, um, so we're not you know, having a conversation back and forth. It's, you know, I'm chilling out. This is my I need a break, relax moment, and he is watching and looking at the trees. If not, he's already fallen asleep. So those are some of the things that we can kind of train and work on is if our kids know, okay, it's mom's workout time, I can play quietly, or maybe they get to read their special book or play with their special toy during that time. How can you make it fun for them as well. So I personally remember that my mom, she used to bring my, I have three younger brothers and when my oldest brother and I, we would go to her workout class. So she would bring us and she, we would sit in the back of her room um, for her hour long workout class. Now I'm from a small town, so there was no daycare and that was totally fine. You know, moms would leave their kids along the edge of the room as they're, they're doing the class. I have no idea what we did. She probably brought us coloring books, but we just sat there and watched and we're totally fine. Now, when we were a little bit older, my mom used to go running. And so at this point now, she had all four of us. So my three younger brothers and I, um, I know I would always complain and say, no, I want to go with. But as an eight-year-old, that's not happening. Plus, I had to be in charge of my younger brothers. So my mom would go out running. We would complain. But then we completely forget about her and be totally fine for maybe the 30, 40 minutes tops that she'd go out running. She'd come back in. She would stretch with us on the floor. That is something that I remember and I loved doing. So every time she would always come back in the house and stretch with us. Otherwise, if she was going to do it outside, you know, on the nice days, she would have us come outside and we would stretch outside with her. Like this is something that I loved to do with her. So that's something that I want you guys to remember as well. You're teaching these things to your kids and that's hopefully a memory that they'll want to put and instill into their children someday. So with self-care, so along with the workouts, I do consider workouts and yoga and movement self-care, but I also want to talk about self-care as we think about it in terms of taking a bath, etc. So reading, maybe going for a walk, having a cup of coffee again by yourself in the morning. So whatever you enjoyed doing before you had kids, what was it? Hopefully you've done it since you've had kids. But taking time for maybe your favorite hobby, whether it's a daily hobby, like meditating. I know I personally need my meditations to ground me. And instead of doing 20 minutes like I was doing before my son was born, 
I've had to cut that, especially after I've talked to a few um, different experts. They're like, no, if you don't have time and you're sitting there stressed for 20 minutes, cut it down to five. You're going to get the same benefits just doing it consistently. So maybe it's something like that that you do daily or maybe it's monthly. So depending on what your hobby is, maybe you have a monthly hobby of, I don't know, going fishing or going on a shopping trip by yourself. Whatever that habit is, maybe that's something that you want to still do. But it's just a monthly thing instead of maybe a weekly thing like it used to be before you had kids. So one thing I like to do is go to a yoga class once a week. So the only days I can go are on Saturday afternoons or Sunday evenings when my husband is around to watch our son. So I find it when I don't make it to my class, usually my self-care trip is a trip to Target. So usually it's going to Target by myself. And that is totally fine. But, you know, I do love Target. and I do love a good Target run. That's not really a super satisfying self-care, let me check that off my box type of thing. So if that's what you're finding your self-care is on a Target run or going to the grocery store by yourself, think, okay, I probably should add something that's truly for me. Because most likely when you're going grocery shopping and going to Target, you're not just doing it for self-pleasure. You're going to buy food for your family. You need to run and get a new, I don't know, printer paper for your family, whatever you're doing at Target. Those are type of things that it's not truly just for you. So how can we make it happen? Schedule, schedule, schedule. So we all know kids thrive on routines. So do adults. Put it in your calendar and make it happen. The appointment with yourself needs to be taken as a non-negotiable. The first time you make an appointment, Don't break it because as soon as you break it, you're training yourself that it's okay to skip that appointment with you. You don't matter. When you do, you are important. You deserve this. So make sure you put it in there on a day where you know you can make it happen. All right. So don't find every excuse as to why something won't happen. Instead, make it happen. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. And I want to know this week um, over on Instagram, and you can follow me over at Andrea Clausen 21. I want to know what you're doing to take care of you. And it can't, or hopefully it's not, a target run. What else are you doing this week for you? All right, go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.